Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Fapes Now podcast. My name is Fapes. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, this is the perfect podcast for those of you who are interested in a range of subjects, including conference, film, TV and theatre reviews, politics, which I explain in a way that is simple to understand, accessible tourism reviews and discussions, and accessible technology reviews and discussions. And in this episode, I'm going to be giving you my review of BBC Ghosts Series 4, which started airing on the... 23rd of September and stopped airing on the 28th of October. But before I get into the main topic of this podcast, let me ask you a couple of questions. Have you always wanted to have your own podcast? Do you have something to say that you believe the world needs to hear? Do you have what it takes to be listed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and more? And do you want to do it without breaking the bank? If you've answered yes to all of these questions, then Red Circle is the correct podcast host for you. Red Circle gives you all the tools you need to start your own podcast and will have you distributed, growing your audience and making money within weeks. You will receive advertising, can set up listener donations or sell subscriptions for exclusive content. But what you decide to do is entirely up to you. With the ability to customise and control your content, even after it's been uploaded, you can choose what order content appears in your show, whether that is free ads, cross promotions with intros or updates. Best of all, You can get access to all of this for free with no set time limit on how long you stay committed to the free plan. So to get signed up, please click the link below in the description and happy podcasting. But now let's get into the episode. Ghosts is a comedy on the BBC, created by six of the actors who starred in Horrible Histories. Larry Rickard, Matt Bitton, Jim Horrock, Martha Hoy Douglas, Ben Wilbund and Simon Farnaby. And it's first aired on the BBC in April 2019. The storyline follows a young couple, Harrison and Mike Cooper, who have inherited a mansion 
only to discover that it is haunted by ghosts. The ghosts originally feel quite threatened by the new humans moving in. Much because Harrison and Mike plan to make money out of it. Maybe turning the building into a hotel. And as such, decided it would probably be a better idea to kill them. Unfortunately, Harrison ends up being the unlucky person who is chosen to be sacrificed. And while she is leaning out of the window, she's pushed out of it by Julian, the ghost of a toiletless toy MP who died on the toilet. For this reason, Harrison is currently the only living character who can see the ghosts. The show recently finished its fourth series, which ran from the 23rd of September until the 28th of October, and which sees Button House now open for business with the launch of Addison and Mike's new gate house. And in this, I'm going to give each of the episodes a summary while giving my views on it all as well. In episode one, Addison and Mike welcome their first guests to their new B&B with high hopes of getting a glowing review. Meanwhile, Thomas is perplexed but secretly thrilled by the sudden attention he's getting from the plague ghosts who for the last few months have been admiring the portrait that Alison did of him in last year's Christmas special and who are now affording him celebrity status. Unfortunately, Thomas believes all of this attention is because the player ghosts are interested in his art and poetry, which the captain is certain is definitely not the case. What I liked about this episode was how we saw Kitty acting as a PA to Thomas and how we find out more about the friendship that they have with each other as well as how at one point in the episode we saw Robin acting as a bouncer or like a bouncer when he tells the play ghosts that they need to line up but unfortunately, while I really want to continue praising the show, I have to also give my dislikes. One of the things I disliked was when Alison and Mike are trying to find out information about their guests, while Julian and Annie or eavesdropping on the guests as well. Personally, I feel like this takes quite a bit away from Julian's usual character, but I don't think we get to see a lot of 
other than at the beginning and the end of the episode and keep in mind that next to Thomas Julian is probably one of my all-time favourite characters on the show because he never feels bad about anything that he does so I think the way that Alison and Mike also want to know information about the guests takes away from that a lot and I would have also liked to see an end to the captains I told you they weren't interested in your art poem to Thomas at the end but if the point is that literally captain is more is less into poetry than Thomas yeah I get where they were going with that Episode 2 sees Mary telling Julian about her journey of finding self-discovery after she was killed in the witch trials, as well as how she found her voice alongside another witch trial victim called Annie. Meanwhile, Thomas decides to go cold turkey on his Alison addiction after she gets annoyed at his attempts to flirt with her. But he enlists help from Pat for in order to keep him on track. Elsewhere, old friends of Mike check into the gatehouse and agree to share this secret of their success until Alison decides to scare them off and the captain phoned by a change to his daily routine spends time with Kitty he teaches him how to live in the moment this episode also shows us Alison trying to get some spare time to spend with Robin and Lady B remembers some of her lost friends or dead animals that she had while alive. Some of the things I disliked about the episode but which I kind of understand they had to do is how much was not shown or revealed about a couple of events or what was involved in Mary's death story, meaning that we still have to fill quite a bit in regarding her death. But as I said, I more than understand this, given that ghost sales half an hour before the watershed. However, the things that I liked were the structure of how Thomas going cold turkey on Alison is told in a way that is similar to if someone is recovering from drugs or trying to get off drugs. And I also like how we saw Pat and the cat 
often acting as the parents to Kitty and Thomas, even if they were born generation support. And another thing that I liked was Alison wanting to make time to spend with the ghosts, which we normally haven't seen before, especially not in series one, two or three. In episode three, the ghosts are shocked by how much Alison has just told them off. The most she ever has. And for Mary, the only one who didn't do anything wrong, they agreed to come up with a creative way of getting back in Alison's good books to show how truly sorry they are which may involve a couple of jokes. A message of being closer together and a whole load of sing-song. Meanwhile, Alison and Mike have a last minute cancellation at the gatehouse, which after the stressful morning that they've had already, they decide to take up because they need a relaxing day. But they soon discover that a relaxing day off is far more challenging than it looks, especially in a house that seems to be cursed with extremely bad luck. Out of all of the episodes, this one is by far my favorite for a couple of different reasons. We've seen Alison getting annoyed before, but not to the point where she's completely had it and refuses to speak to any of the ghosts. But it was fun seeing her like that in this episode, which I don't think we've seen since the second episode of series one. Some other things I liked included how Mary was shown in this episode as if she was the good child who chose not to get involved with the discussions that the others were having about what the best way to say sorry was. Plus, I also liked how we got to see a bit of how Mike could be argued in this bit to be an embarrassing ghost dad when he ran past literally naked while the ghosts are rehearsing. But the best bit out of the entire episode in my opinion is the soy song which has Julian controlling a synthesizer a melody performed by every ghost for Mary and a rap from Thomas as if you do not want anything better. The only thing negative about the episode that I would like to say, however, is that it would have been nice seeing what initially made Addison lose it. 
look instead of hearing about everything in the past tense, but with only 30 minutes to play with, I understand why that may have been deleted. Episode 4 is one of the more shocking episodes in the series. As Button Hoist is dealt a major blow after one of the ghosts gets sucked off, leaving most of them needing emotional support, but especially Kitty, who looks too pat for moral support, but he is more than happy to oblige, but ends up in even more deep water when he ends up trying to offer her words of comfort. Meanwhile, Mike realises there have been some crossed wires over an event booking that sees him having to host a children's birthday party for two little girls. So some of the things that I slightly liked about this episode, but of course it's difficult to come up with words, is the shock that followed one of the ghosts getting sucked off, which I am not spoiling, but you can check Twitter if you want to know who it is. Which had me hypothetically holding my breath, obviously, while laughing at most parts, but feeling like I wanted to cry by the end. I laughed especially at a couple of Pat's attempts to not make the news too hard for Kitty. As well as at Mike, who mistakes an eight and six year old's birthday party for an 86 year old's birthday party and forgets to tell the entertainer he has booked about the update with the entertainer arriving and not realising that he has to entertain children. Some other moments that were especially funny when Thomas ends up talking about himself instead of the ghost that has moved on. When Addison tries to ask him to write a eulogy, which ends extremely badly. And when Addison ends up saying the worst thing you could ever say to any parent at a children's birthday party, that you have to treasure the people in your life while they are precious to you because they could be gone the next minute. But while I did realise that a lot of the portion of the episode was emotional, I also noticed the look on Alison's face while the children's party was taking place. So do we think it's possible that we could be seeing an announcement about Baby Cooper soon? And will that happen during or after this year's Christmas special?
In episode 5, Alison discovers that her and Mike's neighbour, Barclay, has been scheming behind their backs and plans to threaten the success of their guest house business. For Alison, this means all out war, with she enlists help from Julian for to help decide on what she should do next. Meanwhile, the ghosts discover a new ghost on the field next to them, called Maddox, who they make a rotor to visit. And Mike attempts to mix things up for future guests by secretly investing in some not-so-cheap equipment that Alison wouldn't approve of. I liked seeing the return of Barkley by Trickford, who is played in the series by Jeff McGovern, who we haven't seen since the beginning of Series 3, and yet again, can be described as the worst neighbour ever. I find myself love-hating him even more. And I also liked how we got to find out a wee bit more about what sort of a relationship Alison and he have with each other, which, although he has appeared in Series 2 and 3, I don't honestly think we've actually seen much of since Series 1. But it was also nice seeing Alison taking some of Julian's advice on how to play the blackmail game, which helps show a more fun side to her character instead of the more serious parts. In the last episode, at least of the time that I am recording, before the Christmas special, Addison and Mike received some exciting news about their gatehouse, but tension soon arise after a pop of a bear appears on the scene, but Mike doesn't want to throw out and is rather quite pleased about, as is Lady B. But Alison and Robin are less passionate about but it also comes clear that other characters are as well. Meanwhile, Pat and Thomas learn about veganism, which inspires them to try and force Alison into throwing all meat out of the house. While Julian is confronted by a hard truth that he is determined to prove everyone wrong about and Kitty attempts to adopt a new way of speaking. So as someone who prefers and favours the slightly more unrealistic relationship between Thomas and Alison over Mike and Alison, Come on, do not judge me.
I liked how the beginning did start and where we did end up seeing the areas on which Harrison and Mike do disagree with each other. But as the episode went on, I did begin to feel nervous. Robin was so funny as ever in this episode, especially in relation to his dislike of the bear paw. But seeing him distressed by the bear and other parts did make me worry. Each time the prop was moved, I got even more worried, especially when it sent a light like thing over towards the portrait of Humphrey, sort of like it was burning, which even makes Humphrey's head wake up. My anxiety levels went even higher when only Mike came along, who of course can't see the ghosts, but after he moved the prop, I felt better. However, the episode does have lighter moments as well, such as when Kitty changes the way she speaks after talking to Julian and others struggle to understand her, and how Julian reacts to finding out that the captain calls him morally bankrupt as do apparently everyone else. Also, it was extremely entertaining finding out how Robin died and why he can control lights. So overall, I think series four of Ghosts is an emotional roller coaster that is well worth watching, full of constant twists that really affect each and every character in the show. There's moments you'll laugh at, moments you'll feel shocked and sad at, moments you'll be happy about, and moments you'll be curious about. I don't think it's as much narrative-driven compared to Series 3, but each of the episodes does have a story to go along with it, as does the entire series, I think, in relation to it being about Alison and Mike having a gatehouse business that they are setting up. That will make you feel curious about everything that awaits the characters in future. Even the parts I've described feeling disappointed about are easy to ignore and I do think it is a brilliant series overall. But enough of my thoughts, what did you think of series 4 of Ghosts BBC? Have you seen all of the episodes yet or have you heard a lot about it? And does this podcast convince you into watching it even more? Do you agree with what I've said about the narrative structure of it? 
in comparison to series 3. And what were your favourite parts and least favourite parts? If you would like to pass your thoughts on to me, please pass them on in a review or get in contact with me via the contact page on my phoebelow.com website. Like is the case with my last episode of the Phoebelow podcast that I uploaded. You can also get my... You can also find many reviews of the episodes on my YouTube channel, Freebstyle Journalism. If you can't be bothered watching a 27-minute video. And other than this, that's it for now. So, I am going to be taking a couple of days break and I will then be back with a with an updated political story as well in relation to Northern Ireland as well as some of tourism reviews as well. But anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast and this is Phoebe Slough off.